What's up, my freedomists? It's Natalie Sisson, and you're listening to the Quest for Freedom podcast, where we're all about bringing you more freedom, joy, and happiness into your every day. And today's topic is a goodie. It's about why money alone won't bring you happiness. So if you've been listening to my podcast over the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about a new business that I'm starting, an e-commerce site with boutique dog products. And the reason for that is to see and experiment with another revenue stream to bring me more financial freedom than I have. So you may be wondering then why today I'm talking about why money alone won't bring you happiness. And the fact of the matter is over the last eight years of running my business, when I've had even just a little bit more money than I really need, so probably year two in business where I really started to earn more revenue, I felt often at my happiness knowing that I could just buy that next flight, never a first class flight, I could buy a flight, I could stay in a decent place and I could live life in a way that really suited me and made me happy. So I could take time off, I could space out my day and I could work and play. And they were the times when I felt at that point in my life happiest, despite the fact that I still wasn't earning a lot, I was earning enough, enough to make life great. And for me, that enough was being able to shout somebody a drink or dinner. It was being able to buy friends or family a gift. And it was being able to splurge just a little on an extra something, should I so wish, during my travels. So this was when I was suitcase entrepreneuring full time. And that really has never, ever left me, that lesson, that it's just enough money that you need to make you happy not all the money in the world. I do, however, want to point out that money does make you happier. It provides you with less stress, especially when you know you can afford the dental bill or being able to cover for your family or being able to afford that more expensive flight that you may want to go on. And I don't think money should ever be viewed as a bad thing so long as you're using it in the right way. So in that way, financial freedom and having more money does bring you happiness but it's not the be all and end all. And you've probably heard the studies that say once you get to a point of earning around $70,000 a year, you don't actually see much increase in your happiness the more that you earn. I'm also a firm believer that the best things in life are free. So for example, today I did yoga on our deck in the sunshine with a gentle breeze and I haven't done yoga on the deck in ages. And it was just, I was so immensely grateful in that moment, like sunshine, 10.30 a.m. I got up at six, I'd been doing my morning routine. And if you want to hear about that, check out the previous episode in your podcast player because it was all about a powerful morning routine. So that's been going super well for me and Josh. And so it meant by 10.30 a.m. I just felt quite spacious. I'd achieved a lot of wonderful things around my book marketing and around other things that I'm working on. And I had the space and time to do 23 minutes of yoga with Adrian, who I love. And I felt richer in that moment than ever before or than ever before in the last 24 hours. So I think the point is that some of the best things in life are free and you only need just enough money in reality to make you happy. And the rest of that money can be put towards other things that make other people happy. So the minute I started earning more, in my business. Once I expanded on my revenue streams and saw consistent monthly revenue, I felt that I was now able to use that money more wisely. 
So apart from giving gifts and maybe treating myself from time to time, I would invest in new team members or contractors. I would invest in better software and tools. I would invest in learning for myself. And I also started investing in property, actually from a young age, but once I started making more money in my business, I started putting it into property whenever I could. And I'd save up large because I was living out of a suitcase, so I didn't have a huge need for spending. And I would put it into property as soon as I could. And that is paying back dividends now. The other thing in the last couple of years that I put in my painted picture is that I wanted to invest in others and become an investor and an advisor. So I've actually invested in three businesses now small amounts, but you know, small, not insignificant for where I was several years ago. And it feels so good to be able to give and invest in entrepreneurs who are just starting out like I was eight years ago. So that is kind of where I'm putting my money now, as well as some cryptocurrency and trading. And all of these things are allowing me to have more financial freedom, more happiness, more joy, and be more flexible. So if you're not in that place right now, I guess the point of this podcast is to look at a couple of ways that you can get there more quickly. And one of those things I alluded to earlier when I said that the best things in life are generally free. Sunsets, sunrises, fresh air, clear blue ocean waters, quality time with your friends and family, hiking in nature, being thankful for a great sleep, a good cup of coffee that you make for yourself in the morning, almost free. Smelling the flowers, listening to the birds, having lovely time with your pets, your family, your loved ones. I could go on and on. Sunshine on your face. Did a little bit of naked sunbathing on the weekend. That was quite fun. That felt very freeing. So those things are all free, right? Almost, almost completely free. So that's a good start is just to be more thankful for the things in life that are right in front of you that you can take the opportunity to seize that bring you so much joy, happiness, and freedom. The second thing is to really look at becoming a minimalist. Now, I've spoken before about this on the podcast, and there is a lot of power in minimalism. And I hinted at that when I was a suitcase entrepreneur, the reason I was able to save so much money was one, my business was doing well, and two, I wasn't spending it on all sorts of random things. I was living out of a suitcase, so I had very low overhead costs. The costs of travel were pretty reasonable in the scheme of things, and I had no need to buy anything because it would never fit in my suitcase. You can also practice this at home, so you don't need to keep buying things for your house. As much as those homeware gift stores are amazing and compelling and you kind of want to go in there and just buy one more thing, practice the art of minimalism on a weekly basis. What can you go without? What can you not spend money on this week. Challenge yourself to not buy anything new and instead challenge yourself to get rid of things. What can you sell and bring in some extra revenue with? What could you upcycle or recycle? What could you give away or what could you exchange in return for something? Those are just many of the ways that can make you feel richer within an hour. Why do I say an hour? Because that's how long it takes to actually put something up for sale on something like Gumtree or eBay or Trade Me or Craigslist or whichever one of those things is in your country where you know buy and sell or even on Facebook now. They're trying to take over every single market and you can buy and sell things at the drop of a hat on Facebook. Another way to go about bringing yourself more happiness and financial freedom is to get out of bad spending habits. So in addition to what I just alluded to, 
I'm talking about things like buying several coffees per day, which may seem really insignificant to you. But if you look at $10 a day, if you're buying a couple of fancy coffees over the space of the year, that's $3,650 on coffee alone. That's pretty significant. If you smoke, I don't even want to go down the path of how much that costs. Here in New Zealand, I think, don't quote me on this, but I believe that the pack of cigarettes costs somewhere between $16 and $30 now. So I, I do believe that the last time I heard somebody buying one at the supermarket, it was about $23 for a pack of cigarettes. If you were buying a pack of cigarettes per day, that's like six and a half to seven grand per year on killing yourself, which seems pretty insane to me. In addition to that, what else are you spending money on frivolously that you just don't need to be? So what are some of your bad spending habits? Are you a crazy course junkie and you buy courses all the time? Because that ain't smart unless you are actually learning and implementing. And there is a point in life when you get to learn and you should always be curious. But there's also a point in which you need to stop spending money on the next so-called solution or answer to your problem and actually start implementing what you already know. What other bad spending habits do you have? I'd actually really love to know because I've... I just don't feel I've ever had any bad spending habits. I don't spend money on designer clothes. Um, I don't go nuts when I go out drinking. I certainly don't have any sort of little vices that mean that I'm spending thousands and thousands of dollars a month on things that just aren't necessary. I'm a bit of a budgeter at heart and I prefer to give money rather than spend it on myself. So what are your bad spending habits? And have a look at your financial statements. Look at zero or whatever accounting system you use and you'll soon be able to see where the biggest chunk of your money is going. And then you need to start changing that up. All right. I'll link to uh, a good friend, Denise Duffield Thomas's book in the show notes. Lucky Bitch, great book to read on how to become more financially abundant and change your mindset around money. Another thing you can do to bring yourself more happiness and spend less is to write down the things that you love, the little things that you love. And the reason why this works is it focuses you in on things that really don't cost you any money but bring you the most joy. So it may be that you love a pack of chewing gum. It may be that you love fresh flowers, which you can actually pick along the way. You don't need to go to a expensive florist and buy that, but there are always fresh flowers. Can you just enjoy them rather than picking them? Can you grow your own in your garden and then use those in the house? So what are the little things that you love that you don't actually need to spend much money on that bring you joy and make you feel richer for the experience of having them? That also can count to massages, which I'm a big, big, firm believer in. It could also account for organic food if you like to spend your money on that because you know it makes you feel better and makes you healthier, then those are things that I think that are worth spending. Anything that is going to put you in the best shape of your life, keep you in tip-top performance mode, give you more energy and make you feel healthier from the inside out, those are definitely worth spending on. And the final thing to think about when it comes to money and happiness is the dangers of comparing your privates, not those privates, your <laughs> your private to other people's public. But what I mean here is social media comparison 
and always seeing those photos of how everyone's living this amazing life. Like I have a friend on Instagram who's done very well through his business and that's in the financial area, but he's constantly talking about his new Maserati that he bought and the bling that he bought his wife. I think she's his wife now. And you know, they're good looking people and they like to spend money on all those things and going out and clubs and bars and restaurants. And it's all lovely, uh, but it seems a little bit frivolous to me. And sure, you can enjoy life and you can do it in style, or you can simply enjoy life for the sake of just enjoying and being present every single day. So if there's a few people on social media that strike you as overly focused on monetary achievements and all the designer bling that goes with that, and that makes you feel lesser, then I would question how much things and material things actually bring you happiness in your own life. And I would suggest that that is very little. In the interim, spending money on things and designer things and expensive things can make you feel great. And then the reality hits and you realize you've just got another gimmick or another thing that you're probably not going to use that much or enjoy in the long run. Whereas for me, I love to spend money on experiences. Like I would far prefer to drop a fair bit of money on a hot air balloon ride than I would a designer outfit that I'm going to wear once, maybe twice. Well, knowing me, it'll be screwed up in my suitcase and I'd wear it all the time because it's one of only five things that I have. But my point is here, experiences over stuff every time will make you feel rich, will allow you to experience so much more in life and will give you a lasting memory that money can never buy and that something that you bought instead, like a product or a gimmick or a thing is not going to have the same effect as that experience. Did I put that right? In short, what I'm saying is experiences over stuff, the memories will last you a lifetime. Okay. That's what I wanted to talk about today and why money alone won't bring you happiness. That said, it doesn't mean with my new business that I'm not looking to add an extra revenue stream, but as you know, I'm not going to be spending it on stuff. It'll probably go on you. I'll probably be investing in you by sharing the knowledge that I learn and starting this new business and how I'm going to go about building an e-commerce store from scratch and taking you along for the ride. So if you were at that point in your life, where money is a bit of a concern or you'd like more financial freedom and you'd like to look at a different way to earn revenue, then perhaps you want to join me on the journey. If you do, head across to nataliesisson.com forward slash poochable. That's P-O-O-C-H-A-B-L-E. Poochable, as in your pooch so cute. You know, it's poochable, like your pooch. And just jump on the email interest list and I'm going to be emailing you with some details on how you can come along on that journey with me. It's going to be awesome. Well, at least I think it is until the reality of setting up a new e-commerce store from scratch, making sales with ethical, sustainable, cool boutique dog products is probably harder than I realize. However, after being at a fair on the weekend and seeing that three of the stalls at that fair were all about dog products like homemade dog treats and cute little outfits for dogs, not that that's really my thing, they were pumping all three of those stands had people at them consistently in the time that I was there. So I know it's a good market to be in and I'm excited. So are my dogs. So once again, you've been listening to the Quest for Freedom podcast. The big emphasis today has been on why money alone won't bring you happiness. And I would love it if you came across to nataliesisson.com forward slash 39 to find the show notes where I'll link to some other interesting resources for you. But also if you would just comment below 
the podcast post with what brings you happiness and what you've invested in recently that has actually made a difference and transformed your life that you think was absolutely worth the investment. I'd love to know. I genuinely would. Thanks for listening.